Hey everybody, uh, this is a little bit different than I usually do. This is an episode of uh, Nintendo Switchcraft. Well, it, it started out as a as a, an episode of Nintendo Switchcraft, but uh, I I haven't really looked at the the messages that people came in. I don't know what the questions are about, so we'll we'll see. Uh, this is this may not be limited to only Nintendo questions. Although the first question that somebody sent in is very much. A Nintendo question, so we're definitely going to be uh, talking about Nintendo. Uh, and that first um, that first message came in via email. Uh, Esten uh, emailed me. They actually emailed me uh, a while ago, and it took me too long to get back to it. So for that, Esten, I apologize. I had planned on doing this last weekend, but I just never got around to it. I was too busy. Um, but anyway, Esten sent in an email, uh, and they said. I wanted to revisit the amiibo. Do you know any? And what is your take? Well, I know lots of amiibo. I think they own. Oh, do you own any? Okay. Well, I can't read. Um, uh, do you own any? And what is your take on their being here? Since all the companies like making money, and amiibo seem to sell very well, the quality of the detail are so well done. And to be frank, some of them are just too damn cute or cool for their own good. Uh, so I did want to talk about this a little bit. Because Amiibo, where's, I I think, oh, yeah, I have one here. Uh, Amiibo, they are cool. Um, but I feel like the, the, the Toys to Life genre, I don't know if uh, genre is the right word. The, the Toys to Life phenomenon has completely fell out of favor lately. In, in much the same way as the plastic instruments in your house kind of fell out of favor. You know, for a while there, we were all collecting Guitar Hero stuff and Rock Band stuff, and we had the the plastic guitars and the drums and, and all of that stuff in our houses cluttering up our living rooms. And then out of nowhere, everybody at the same time seemed to decide, God, all this stuff in my living room is ugly and stupid and I don't want it. And we stopped buying those games. And so they they stopped making those games. Um, so then uh, the Toys to Life genre came came about. And that was, you know, it started with Skylanders where you could go and you could buy Skylander. And you would put it on the portal and it would go into the game. And my son really loved Skylanders back in the day when he was little and really, really little. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it did very well. And then Activision proceeded to treat it like Madden where they just brought out a new thing every single year. And, you know, it made some of the old stuff not as good. And, um, you kind of had to just keep buying uh, stuff all the time. Like they would, they would do these things where suddenly the old portal was incompatible. So you had to buy the new thing in order to keep up. And it just, it was very irritating. I think that they had something very successful on their hands. And if they had waited, maybe, three years between releases, then it might have done, it, it might still be around. You know, then of course, Disney plus came out and they had their toys to life stuff where you had the, you know, you could go into not Disney plus Disney infinity, I think. Uh, yeah. Disney infinity, you know, Disney infinity came out and you could go into, uh, the, the games and you had these characters that you could, you could, uh, you know, you put, 
um, Mr. Fantastic, Fantastic, Mr. Incredible. <laughs> you put Mr. Incredible on the portal and now suddenly you're playing as him. You could take him off and switch him out with somebody else. That was really cool. Lego Dimensions tried to do their own thing, which was very interesting. Like you actually had to build the portal out of Lego, which I thought was very, very cool. And they had a bunch of different spots where you could put a bunch of different um, characters on the on the game board at the same time. And of course, you're playing a Lego game. So it, it, very, very appealing to a lot of people. And Nintendo brought out the Amiibo to compete with that. And Nintendo didn't do things quite the same way as the other companies, uh, the other Toys to Life companies did. And of course they didn't because that's Nintendo. They don't do things the same way. They always do their own thing. So the way that they did it is instead of having a game, and I, I don't know, maybe maybe it would have been more successful if they had done it one game, but they decided to do their own thing. And I actually think it was a better move. Um, instead of having one game where the Amiibo were required to play, they instead of that had the 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 amiibo compatible with a lot of different games but it was always optional and i thought that that was really cool and it was a smart way to do things now i have to admit that yeah i have i'm sitting here i'm holding a luigi amiibo i don't ever use these ever like why do i have them i have them because i think that they look cool and so the amiibo that I have, like on the shelf behind me, if you've ever watched the show, uh, you've seen the shelf behind me. I've got a bunch of old video game consoles behind me, and um, I also have some amiibo on the shelf. And the ones that I have are ones that I have a nostalgic, um, that they they conjure an, a nostalgic response from me, uh, for the most part, for the most part. So like. You know, I have like a, a Mario one because I love Mario games. I have Zelda because I love Zelda games. Or, I'm sorry, Link because I have Zelda games. Now, there are some that I have. Like, um... Uh, oh, like, uh, the, oh gosh, what's his name? The, 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 the kid from Xenoblade Chronicles. Not X, but just Chronicles. Uh, I can't remember his damn name. Um, Shulk. I have the Shulk Amiibo. And the reason I have the Shulk Amiibo is not because I have a nostalgic tug towards that game, because I don't. But the reason I have that Amiibo is because it was really cheap. That's the only other reason that I have Amiibo. Actually, there's three reasons why I, I personally might have an Amiibo. A, nostalgia. That's the big one. B, it was super cheap. Or C, somebody got it for me as a, as a present. Like, those are the three reasons why I might have an Amiibo. And even the Amiibo that I have, I have them because they're cool figures and they look cool on the shelf. I never use them in game. Like, I, I might, like, okay, so in Fire Emblem Three Houses, there's a spot where you can go and you can put the, the Amiibo on the portal and they jump into the, uh, they bring in, like, some... I don't know, object that you can then either sell or gift to somebody or it is useful in some way. And I did that once and I was like, okay, that's cool. And I never did it again. You know, Breath of the Wild, 
you could tap um, uh, a Zelda amiibo on the controller and then a chest would fall out of the sky or appear or something like that. And you could open it up and get something. And that was cool. And I probably did that maybe twice. So for the most part, for me, the amiibo are just a cool collectible that has a bonus that it is also uh, a, a thing that you can use in a lot of Nintendo games. But outside of that, I never bought one of these because of the the use that it has in a game. Um, in fact, the, the ones that get used are the ones that my son uses. He'll come upstairs and he'll grab one off the shelf and take it downstairs and use it for whatever. And, uh, you know, he's always like, hey, can I use this Amiibo? And I'm like, sure, because I don't have any data saved on it. It's Most of them have never been used and they just sit on the shelf behind me uh, because I think they're cool looking. But I'm curious as to what you guys think. Do you think that the Amiibo craze, I, I don't know if it's a craze, uh, do you think that the Amiibo, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Do, do you think they're dead? I mean, yes, Nintendo is still bringing out new Amiibo whenever they make a new Smash character. I'm sure that we're going to see an Amiibo for Byleth from Fire Emblem Three Houses uh, because that character is now in Smash. And Nintendo said, hey, I'm going to, or we're going to be making um, Amiibo for all of the characters in Smash. So they're kind of locked in and they have to make Amiibo for characters in Smash. But do you think outside of that, it's still doing anything like when you go into a store, we don't really see Amiibo in the store anymore. Like you might see a few, but the the section like the, the Toys to Life aisle in stores used to be like teeming with stuff. And now it's basically like there's a bargain bin of Skylanders someplace. And then there's like a little three foot wide section of Amiibo and on there is usually 300 toads and uh, a, a bunch of Animal Crossing figures. And uh, I, I I don't know. I, I know that, that it's popular with some people, but I think for the most part, people are done with it. And I think Nintendo is done with it. And right now they're just doing the Smash ones. And I think that that's too bad because there's something that they could have done. That would have been incredibly cool. And what they could have done that would have really, really been amazing is if they had focused on the cards. If you didn't know, there are Amiibo cards. Because if you look at an Amiibo, like this thing, it's just plastic. And then there's a little tiny chip in the bottom of, uh, of an Amiibo. And that chip has an, uh, an RFID, radio frequency identifier. And when you, when you tap it on... Um, you know, your Nintendo Switch, it says, hey, I know what that is. And these little chips, they can fit in like a baseball card style thing. And I've said this a million times that what Nintendo should do is they should make a they should partner with uh, Major League Baseball and they should make a line of baseball cards that plays with a specific game, a baseball game. And it would be exclusive to Nintendo Switch. And uh, they would make a bucket of cash because people would buy those cards. Sports fanatics would love this, I think, uh, because people like to collect uh, cards and stuff like that. I think it would be very, very cool. 
Um, Shen in chat says, make them action playable. Kids would love it. So I, I think, Shen, what you're saying is make it so you can, like, move their arms and stuff. I actually have one. I can't see it on the shelf behind me, but I actually have one somewhere on the shelf. It's uh, the Guardian from uh, Breath of the Wild, uh, and you can, like, move its arms and stuff. And I think that that would be uh, incredibly cool. Uh, Joel Thompson says, like the Major League Baseball idea when the shoe comes. Okay, I, I don't know what that means, when the shoe comes. Art by Committee says, a Major League uh, Major League Baseball cards to life game, interesting idea. Oh, okay, I get what Shen is saying, make the base detachable. Okay. Oh, the show. <laughs> Not the shoe, the show. He's talking about the show game. Uh, not the shoe. It was a typo. All right. Uh, anyway, that's how I feel about Amiibo. I think that they've kind of, they've passed their peak and Nintendo is going to do away with them over time. And, um, that, that's how I feel about it. But I'm curious, what are your favorite Amiibo? Let me know if you're watching this on video, let me know in the comment section down below. Uh, and, uh, you can also let me know what you think Nintendo should do with Amiibo to make them popular again, or if they should bother. I'm interested in what you guys think. You can also let me know on Twitter. Now, speaking of Twitter. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Uh, speaking of Twitter, I have a, uh, I have a, uh, a hashtag that I, I, I ask people to use uh, throughout the week on my Nintendo show, uh, Nintendo Switchcraft, um, throughout the week. I've been saying, hey, use the hashtag AskRJS, and on Saturday, I'm going to respond to your questions. Uh, and so people did, which is which is really awesome. That that uh, kind of made my day. I wasn't sure if anybody would use it or not, but but people did. So let me bring that up on screen right now. And I need to, where's the AskRJS? Here we go. All right, so... That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna see what people said, uh, which the hashtag ask RJS. And if you're if you're here watching live over on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash run jump stomp, then you can use that hashtag as well, and it will make it easier for me to find exactly what it is that you're saying. So the first message that came in, uh, the first question that came in says uh, at run jump stomp. Now that we've got Overwatch. And The Witcher 3, what's the next no way it comes to Switch game that you would like to see? And that is a really good question. Like, there's a lot of games out there where people are like, no way it comes to Switch. 
And I have said many times that I didn't think that Overwatch would ever come to Switch because Overwatch, like, I I forget the guy's name off the top of my head. The guy in charge of Overwatch, uh, and I'm sure that uh, chat will tell me, um, but the guy in charge of Overwatch had said, look, we're already supporting four, uh, three platforms. We're supporting PC. We're supporting Xbox One. We're supporting um, PlayStation 4. And we're doing all of those at the same time. And we're making sure that the patches for all three of those platforms all come out at the same time as well. So adding another platform to that is very, very hard to do, and I don't think that we can do it. And I took him at his word, and I said, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's a really good argument why you wouldn't bring it to the Switch, even though the Switch is wildly popular. So then Overwatch came to the Switch, (laughs) you know? And I said a bunch of times, it's not coming. I I was wrong about that. I said there's no way that the, the Switch is going to be getting that game. And then that game came to Switch. So, you know, then then the next thing is The Witcher 3. The Witcher 3 is, by all accounts, an incredibly gorgeous game. And the idea that it's running on Switch, I mean, it, it doesn't run very well. It looks really bad. But if it's the only place that you can play that game, and you want to play that game, because I've heard, um, I, like, I've played some of it, and it's really good. Um, I haven't played a lot of it, but... I played some of it and I played it on Switch and it's really good. The graphics don't hold up all that well, in my opinion, especially if you've seen it on other platforms. But if that's the only platform you have and you want to play that game, then yeah, play The Witcher on that on that system. So what's the next game that I think will never come to the Nintendo Switch that I would like to see? And I think that that this is actually a very easy question because everybody's talking about this game right now. And that is um, Cyberpunk 2077. I don't think Cyberpunk will ever come to the Switch because it's just too demanding graphics-wise. That being said, I didn't think that Overwatch would come. I didn't think The Witcher 3 would come. But they were able to do those ports. And uh, when you've got... uh, a potential audience of 50 million eyeballs, actually 100 million eyeballs, because people have two eyeballs. Well, most people have two eyeballs. When you've got that many people who are willing to, or, or, or who have the console that you might be able to sell to, that's a really hard um, hard number to ignore. Like, there's a lot of people out there who want to buy your game, and you want to be able to sell it to them. So I can see them... I can see CD Projekt Red looking at the Nintendo Switch and saying, maybe we can port Cyberpunk 2077. It's going to take a while, uh, but maybe we can. I mean, they hired Saber Interactive to port The Witcher 3 to the Nintendo Switch, and it was successful. And not only that, but they were able to fit The Witcher 3 in both DLCs all on one card. Amazing. It's fantastic. Now, what other games do I think will never come to the Nintendo Switch? All right. I've got two that that um, I've been saying will never come to the Nintendo Switch for a very, very long time, even though I would really, really like them to. And uh, the, the, the first one is Elder Scrolls Online. Now, Elder Scrolls Online is a fantastic game, 
Uh, it's currently on PC, PS4, Xbox One. It's coming to Stadia. It's not going to come to Nintendo Switch because it's so huge. Uh, the Now, actually, wait a second. I just watched a stream the other day, and I had forgotten about this. I can't believe I forgot about this. Um, I just watched a stream the other day, and they are doing this new patch. Uh, it's called... Uh, update 25 or something like that. And for update 25, they are forcing everybody who has the game on every platform to delete the game basically and reinstall it from the ground up. That means you have to re-download everything. Everything has to be re-downloaded. And it's a huge game. But here's what they said uh, in the, in this patch or in this uh, stream the other day. And this really surprised me. They said that they are reducing the footprint on your storage. So like on your hard drive, right? They're reducing the footprint on your storage by over 30 gigabytes. So this new this this new way that they are distributing the game makes the files much, much smaller. So it takes up way less room. Now, right now, I think that... It's still about 80 gigs for um, uh, for um, Elder Scrolls Online. Sorry, I couldn't remember the name of the game for a second there. It's about 80 gigs on your hard drive for Elder Scrolls Online. It might be actually be 120. I can't remember. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to finish my point. While I finish my point, I'm going to open up Steam and see the file size of that particular game. So my point is that maybe now that they are reducing the the footprint on your storage, maybe they'll still be able to bring it to Switch. Now, of course, even if they did uh, reduce it by a lot, you would still have the issue that the Switch comes with only uh, 32 gigabytes of storage. So you would not be able to use this uh, game uh, at all unless you had an SD card installed. However, we have seen earlier this year where there's these rumors that we're going to be getting 64 gigabyte SD, or not SD cards, 64 gigabyte cartridges. So maybe Elder Scrolls Online could distribute that way. I doubt it. Uh, So I'm looking at my and my storage for the Elder Scrolls Online. And right now it's 105 um, gigabytes, I believe. That's It says 105,365 megabytes. So if I'm doing the math right, I think that's uh, 105 gigabytes. And I'm, I'm sure somebody in chat could um, correct me if I'm wrong. So 100, 100 gigabytes roughly, reduce that by 30. So now we're down to 70 gigabytes. That's still too big for a Switch, in my opinion. I just don't see it happening. Uh, same thing with Final Fantasy XIV. As much as I would love uh, Final Fantasy XIV to come to the Switch, that's another really, really heavy uh, heavy game as far as its its uh, footprint on your on your hard drive. So I don't think that that's going to come. Plus, the Switch doesn't have I mean it it's not an always connected console so that's a little harder for 
uh, MMOs, which is too bad because I think MMOs are fantastic. Uh, Darren Pogue says, well, isn't what what's making uh, Elder Scrolls on, on, Online unlikely on the way over the way Nintendo Online works peer-to-peer? Oh, okay, so Darren Pogue, I understand what you're saying, uh, and here's why you're incorrect about that. Uh, yes, Nintendo uses peer-to-peer, but Nintendo doesn't provide the online infrastructure for third-party games. So, for instance, when you are playing Fortnite on a Nintendo Switch, you are connecting to Fortnite servers. That's not peer-to-peer. It's just Nintendo's games are always peer-to-peer. Uh, hope, hopefully that makes sense. So uh, Elder Scrolls Online technically could come to the Switch. I just don't see it happening because of the storage footprint. Anyway, um, Mediocre Gamer, thank you very much for the question. Um, we've got another question. This one comes from Darren CP 22 uh, They said, do you think are, there are any more Zelda games will be ported to the Switch, specifically Twilight Princess or Wind Waker? Uh, and that's a great question. Uh, on the Wii U, we had um, both Twilight Princess and Wind Waker ported to the Wii U. Uh, and they were both um, like remastered versions where they had improved graphics and stuff like that. And overall, I think that those were ridiculously good ports. And I was I was very happy that they did that. And I got to be honest, Wind Waker on the uh, Wii U was one of the most beautiful games that I've ever played. I mean, I, it was one of the most beautiful games that I'd ever played back when it was on the GameCube. It was just a gorgeous, gorgeous game. You know, there's an episode of 143 Pixels. Uh, I think it's in Season 2, but it might be in Season 3, um, which is not out yet. Uh, but make sure you subscribe to it uh, over at anchor.fm slash 143. But I think there's an episode of 143 Pixels where I uh, had a guest on and they talked about Wind Waker. And we had a really, really good conversation about that game. But anyway, Wind Waker is a gorgeous game. And being able to play that on a Nintendo Switch, that would be fantastic. And and I think that that is something that we need to see uh, without a doubt. We need, absolutely need to see those games... Um, hang it, hang on a sec. Uh, there we go. Um, we need to see that game on Nintendo switch. Uh, we need to see twilight princess on Nintendo switch. Those are games that need to be on Nintendo switch 100%, uh, without a doubt, because they're just, they're fantastic games and, um, they can easily make a lot of money because people love Zelda. So, yes, Darren, I think that that's a a great idea. Um, All right, next question. Uh, Real quick, I just want to address something in chat. Um, Blake, I saw your message. Thank you very much. Uh, I delete any student messages that ever come in. So, sorry, buddy. Uh, Anyway, uh, Darren CP22 also asked, do we think Nintendo will start a cloud gaming service or partner with one? Could this be how the Switch can compete with the next-gen consoles without amping hardware? I don't think so. I don't think that's going to come anytime soon from Nintendo. I don't think Nintendo... I mean, Nintendo's already partnering with one in the in the idea that, that Capcom 
is doing um uh, capcom is allowing not not allowing capcom is using streaming that's the word i was looking for capcom is is using streaming in order to um put some of their games on the nintendo switch now it's limited right now to japan uh resident evil 7 uh is available in japan on the nintendo switch and it's streaming to your switch you don't actually have it on your switch which is kind of cool I have not tried it because I don't live in Japan. I mean, yes, the Switch is a region-free console. I can install it if I want, but I'm I'm assuming that the servers are in Japan and I would have a very, very uh, latency-high interaction. And plus, Resident Evil 7 isn't a game that I'm very interested in. Uh, so that being said, yes, there already is some streaming on the switch. I think fantasy star online has some streaming on the switch as well, but do we, do I see like project X cloud or stadia coming to switch? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think, I, I, I think that Google would be happy to do that. I think Microsoft might be happy to do that, but I don't think Nintendo would want the 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 other platforms on there. Do you know what I mean? Nintendo is has always been somebody who they they really hold things close to their chest, uh, and they don't they don't like to share. And uh, putting that other stuff on there, while I think it would be good for both Nintendo and good for the industry and good for the streaming platforms, I don't see it happening, just because of the way that Nintendo is. All right. Uh, let's see. We've got another question here. This one comes from Ivan Rodriguez. They said, have you found out how easy it is to own a switch and a switch light while transferring between the two? I want to buy a light for my travels. Uh, but not if it's going to be a pain to seamlessly transfer my data often. Uh, so thank you very much for the question, Ivan. Um, I have here a Nintendo switch light and here I've got a Nintendo switch. This is my wife's though. It doesn't have my account on it. So I've not done the transferring back and forth, but here's what I have found out. Um, I found out that overall what happens is let's say that, let's say you're playing a game and you you, you, you save your game. You have to upload your save and then you got to get your other console and make sure that you download your save before you go. And that little hiccup right there, that's, that makes it too much for me. That makes it too much, especially when we have devices like, you know, here I've got my iPhone and um, over here I've got my iPad. Now, my iPad is not a device that is always connected to the Internet, kind of like my Nintendo Switch is not always connected to the Internet. I did not buy the LTE version of my iPad. But the way that these two things, my iPad and my iPhone, the way that these two things work together is amazing. Like I can I can copy on my phone and then paste on my iPad. And that's an amazing thing. It really is. Uh, it feels like the future when you do things like that. And the Switch just doesn't feel like that. And because it doesn't feel like that, I am uninterested. I'm completely uninterested in trying to have my account on two places because it doesn't work as seamlessly as I think it should. All right. Uh, we've got another question here. This one comes from Gary Ramirez. Uh, they said, do you think Smash 
should be renamed Fire Emblem Brothers as they have taken over this game. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, there's, what, 70 characters? And there's... Look, there's roughly 10, 10% of the characters in the game are Fire Emblem characters. So I totally get what you're saying. But... And I didn't want another Fire Emblem character... But at the end of the day, does it really matter what game they're from as long as it's a fun character to play? I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> I do think it's funny to, the, to, to to call it Fire Emblem Brothers. That's that's pretty hilarious. And then in response, uh, misplaced hashtags. That's a funny name. They said, some of you people need to stop giving uh, uh, Sakurai a hard time about another Fire Emblem character uh, in, in smash. And so, okay. I, I, I agree with that, but I'm still going to make fun a little bit because it's funny. That's really the reason, uh, at Perry underscore David says, what are your thoughts about a docked only switch comparable in power to the original switch? You know, this one right here that I'm holding up with the red and the blue, uh, comparable in power to the OG, uh, but cheaper than a switch light. I think that that would be brilliant. You know, a switch that you just ha- that has to be hooked up to a TV. Uh, we've been asking for that for a long time, and I think a lot of people would like that. And when you take out the battery, when you take out the screen, you save a lot of money. You save a lot of money by taking out the battery and the screen, and that means that you, you can sell it for a lot cheaper. How much cheaper? That's a real good question. And this makes me think about the idea that we've got... (laughs) We've been talking about a Switch Pro for a long time. You know what I mean? We've been talking about a Switch Pro for a very, very long time. And many of us have said, myself included, you know, maybe an increased power in order to make it easier for the other platform, uh, for, for third parties... Uh, that make games for other platforms to port their games to the Nintendo Switch. And here's what just occurred to me. Nintendo isn't interested in competing directly with Microsoft and Sony. They haven't been for an exceedingly long time. So what if, instead of making a more powerful one, what if they just made it where it hooks up directly to an HDMI port and it's super cheap, right? If it's super cheap, people are going to buy both. People will people will buy a Nintendo Switch for Nintendo games and for indie games, and then they will buy an Xbox Series X or PlayStation Five for those for the games that are on that system. People are doing it right now. I mean, look, you're watching me. I've got a PS4 Pro sitting next to me, a Nintendo Switch, a gaming PC. Like I've got all that stuff. But what if the Switch was even cheaper? Like right now, you can get a Switch Lite for $200, right? $200? Yeah. Uh, what if you could get it for, I don't know, maybe they could get it down to $125? Uh, probably without a control. Oh, yeah. Now we got to, you got to decide, does it come with Joy-Cons or does it come with a Pro Controller? I think it comes with the Pro Controller. So probably not 125. I don't know what the price would be. What would be the right price? That's my question to you. Leave leave a comment down below or uh, let me know on Twitter at RunJumpStomp 
what do you think the right price is for a screenless switch with an HDMI thing? I think maybe 150. I don't know. It's really hard to say. If you just take the guts of the switch light and you put them in a little box with no screen and no battery, how much, how low could you charge for that? And at what point do you get down so cheap that it's impulse buy territory? Oh, and look at that. Art by committee just used the exact same phrase that I was thinking. Impulse buy territory. He says $125 is impulse buy territory. Yeah, people people would buy it. That's a really, really good idea. Thank you for the uh, the message, Perry, Perry David uh, V. Dillon. All right, one more question from Ask RJS. And it says, if you could only have one console slash platform right now, which would it be and why? I'm torn between Xbox and Switch, and I have not yet experienced Stadia. All right, so for those of you who don't know, I have a lot of different shows. I've got Switchcraft, which is about Nintendo. I've got 143 Pixels, which is about just video games in general. Uh, and I've got uh, Stadia Cast, which is about Google Stadia. And... If I had to pick just one show, or not one show, uh, just one game system to have, it would be the Switch. It would be the Switch because Nintendo makes the best games. Without a doubt, hands down, 100%, Nintendo makes the best games. They absolutely do. They just do. So that's the system that I would get if I could get only one. However... There's no reason that you can only get one because, I mean, right now there is, but starting soon, you're going to be able to get Stadia for free. Next, uh, in the next few months, I think, Stadia Base will come out, and Stadia Base allows you to buy games that are Stadia games, and all you have to have is a controller that hooks up to your PC, and uh, you can stream the games that you want to play in 1080p, and you get to play the games that you want to play. And I think that that's awesome. Uh, and right now, a lot of people are ignoring that as an option because it's not an option yet, but it's going to be an option soon. And I, there's there's misinformation out there. A lot of people think that the $10 a month is a requirement. That's really only a requirement if you want 4K for your um, graphics. If you don't care about the graphics beyond 4K... If you don't care about the um, deals that we get for having Pro, then don't subscribe to Pro and you can still buy your games and play them on a console. And I'm using air quotes for the console for free. You just can. And that's awesome. All right. The last thing that I'm going to talk about before I wrap up the recording is that Anthony Talcott just sent in a super chat. So thank you very much for that, Anthony Talcott. Uh, and they said, probably was already asked, but you mentioned a backlog of games. What games do you want to play slash com complete this year? Ooh, that's a great question, Anthony. And I, I have to say, I, I, Final Fantasy VII Remake is the game that I'm looking forward to probably more than anything else this year is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Only because I know that that one's coming out this year. What I don't know is if it's coming out or not is Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Now, I love Breath of the Wild. It is my favorite game of all time. If that comes out this year, that'll be the one that I'm the most excited about. But right now, knowing what we know, I think Zelda Breath of the Wild will come out in holiday. But right now, 
knowing 100%, yes, I'm going to play this game this year because it's coming out this year, Final Fantasy VII Remake. That's the one that I'm looking forward to the most. Thank you very much, Anthony, uh, for the support. All right, it's time for me to wrap up the recording. So if you did not know, uh, you can find uh, all of my uh, awesome stuff over at my website, runjumpstomp.com. You can become a part of the community by joining runjumpstomp.com slash discord. There's a thousand people there. Well, over a thousand people in there now. So make sure that you join. And uh, thank you to everybody who sent in questions for today. That was really awesome. And I had fun doing it. This show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Make sure that you check out their stuff over at gstu.net. And uh, I'm out of here. I'll see you guys. Bye-bye.